0: Atlanta Toyota presents WSB In-Depth. Talking with Ryan Peterson, founder of the global logistics firm Flexport, which has an office here in Atlanta, as Yemeni rebel terrorists showing sympathy with Hamas continue attacks on cargo shipments in the Red Sea. He is very busy rerouting traffic away from that area, it around the Cape of Africa instead. So, Ryan, what's the net result of that?
1: What that means is, about a 25% reduction in the capacity because it takes 25% longer. So you've got a 25% reduction in the capacity for ocean shipping on that Asia to Europe, as well as Asia to the East Coast. A lot of cargo goes through the Suez uh, and into Savannah there in Georgia. A big impact on capacity. And what we've seen over the last last few years of supply chain disruptions is that even a small disruption in capacity can lead to a huge swing in price. Um, And so we're still waiting to see where prices shake out on this. This is relatively new development. It just happened over the weekend that all the ocean carriers pulled and said they're no longer going to sail through there until the Navy can make it safe.
0: What kind of lag time might you be talking about then? Or does it depend how long things are so tense there?
1: Well, we're going to see high prices in January um, for ocean freight, probably two to three X what people have been paying over the last couple of months. But if this lasts... If These rebels are able to keep shooting missiles. It's a difficult problem. The US Navy sending a whole task force, like a carrier strike group, to the region, um, from over in the Persian Gulf over to the southern Red Sea. Um, but it's a hard problem because it's sort of these are terrorist attacks. They're they're being shot from different locations. It's not like there's a single place that you can go and blow up. They move the missile launchers around. They're um, it's a very hard problem because the Houthi, as I understand it, is very quite a decentralized. There's not a single point of hierarchy that you can take out like with the traditional military, right?
0: You're talking about prices going up on, on what kinds of things, what you're describing is possibly a little bit of almost everything.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, there, it's mostly so far the container ships that have pulled their freight through out of the Suez and stopped shipping. And that's kind of the stuff that you would buy in the store uh, consumer goods. It's not going to affect your Christmas shopping. Hopefully you already got that done, but this is, this is for January, February and beyond uh, shipments that, Shipments that are departing Asia now uh, will be impacted by this.
0: What will these companies be looking for to find it safe to go back to the previous routes?
1: I, I think what the shipping companies are looking for is um, a period of time where they could, where no ships are hit by a missile. For the last three weeks, you've had a number of missiles, drone strikes. You even had a, um, a hijacking, to, uh, the first Somali pirate attack. Since 2017 happened this week, you know, I've be, I've had a number of people being like, "Oh, the shipping companies just want to drive up the price of freight." I'm like, "Well, what would you do if someone shot a missile at your office? <laughs> right. You tell your Before employees not, not to saved. go
0: to work." There is that, right? This is the most volatile situation at the moment, obviously. But Ryan says unrelated uh, shipping difficulties through the Panama Canal and the closure of some of the rail crossings along the U.S.-Mexico border for immigration concerns. All that added to this real supply chain difficulties could be looming, he says, into 2024.